I'm going to give you two sound bites. The first one is Andrew Cuomo, the tough guy. Go. I spoke to the governor of Rhode Island yesterday, and uh, we had a conversation. I don't think the order was uh, called for. I don't believe it was legal. I don't believe it was neighborly. Uh, I understood the point, but I thought there were different ways to do it. And the governor of Rhode Island was uh, very receptive, and I thank her very much for reconsidering her position. All right, that position was the Rhode Island authorities were stopping cars with New York license plates and turning them back. They couldn't go into the state of Rhode Island. So that's been rescinded. Now, I believe Cuomo. I believe he did exactly that. And the governor of Rhode Island said, all right. Now, here is Cuomo, the regular guy. Go. I was divorced, and uh, so I'm not really the best cook, uh, to say the least. But we would have, on Sundays, I would actually go to the Italian specialty store and I would buy the meatballs and buy the sausages and buy the sauce. But I would put it in a pot and I would put it on the stove. And because part of it was that sauce would sit there all day and it would just simmer, you know, and you'd smell it all through the house. And then I'd make them sit down and we would have spaghetti and meatballs and uh, sausage on Sundays. The regular guy, right? He's just in family dinner, Italian tradition. Now, what does that have to do with the coronavirus? <laughs> I guess you can make the linkage that he's saying, everybody, try to be normal, try to, you know, deal with your family. Okay. But you know what he's doing? So he's the real guy, or the concerned guy. Now, I have, I have known Andrew Cuomo for decades, and I knew his father, Mario Cuomo, governor of New York. I know his brother, Chris Cuomo. I know the whole family. I'm not close friends with them. I see them once in a while at functions. I've never had a beef with them until a few years ago when Andrew Cuomo went far left. What he did to his church, and he professes to be a Catholic, was horrible. And I'll get into that down the road. But what he did to the Catholic Church in the state of New York, horrible. So when he went far left, I said, this isn't the Andrew Cuomo or the Mario Cuomo that I know. It isn't. What happened? And I talked to him about it, Andrew Cuomo. And I'm not going to tell you what the conversation is now. I will. But I got a good idea why he was doing what he was doing. But then he goes public with his far left philosophy. Roll the tape. He has it on his hat. Make America great again. What does that mean? We're going to go back to a time when America was great. Right? Great again. The whole concept is, is it's retrospective. When do you want to go back to, Mr. President? What was the great time that you want to take us back to? We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. That will really hurt him if he indeed gets a Democratic nomination to be president. So yesterday, Jim Acosta, who is not a reporter, CNN has assigned him to the White House to try to embarrass Donald Trump. That are, that's what his orders are. He wrote a book. No one bought the book. 
So it's not like this guy has a following or anybody respects him. He's a hatchet man. That's what he is. And that's what CNN wants, a hatchet man to try to make Donald Trump look bad. Not trying to get information to CNN viewers. He's not trying to get to the bottom of difficult situations. He's trying to hurt Donald Trump. Roll the tape. Go ahead. Let's give it a shot. Sir, uh, what do you say to Americans who are upset with you over the way you downplayed this crisis over the last couple of months? Uh, we have it very much under control in this country. The coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. It's going to disappear. It's like a miracle. It will disappear. Uh, March 4th, uh, we have a very small number of people in this country infected. March 10th, we're prepared. We're doing a great job with it. It will go away. Just stay calm. It will go away. What do you well, say to Americans who believe that you got this wrong? And I do want them to stay calm. And we are doing a great job. If you look at those individual statements, they're all true. Stay calm. Uh, it will go away. You know it, you know it is going away. And it will go away. And we're going to have a great victory. And it's people like you and CNN that say things like that, that uh, it's why people just don't want to listen to CNN anymore. You could ask a normal question. The statements I made are, I want to keep the country calm. And instead of asking a nasty, snarky question like that, you should ask a real question. And other than that, I'm going to go to somebody else. Okay. So uh, two things. The question could have been asked this way. This is how I would have asked it. Because I would have asked it. I would have asked the question. In hindsight, Mr. President, do you think that your optimistic view in the beginning of the pandemic might have given false hope? That's it. In hindsight, do you think? Now, President Trump's going to say no. He's going to say the same thing. I didn't want to panic anybody. I'm optimistic we'll get, we'll get it. Uh, done. We're going to defeat it. He would have given this. But that's how you ask the question. Not you don't accuse. That's what he does. That's what Acosta does. You accuse. That's um, what Megyn Kelly did. And I write about that in the United States of Trump. You accuse. Try to hurt the president. And then you ask, well, why would he call on Acosta? Because it helps Donald Trump. To put Acosta down like that mobilizes his support because most people don't like Jim Acosta. They know the game. They know what he's doing. They just don't know that CNN is ordering him to do it. And AT&T is the parent company of CNN. That's the most important thing here. All right, let's get to Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is uh, Donald Trump's go-to guy, along with Dr. Brisk, Deborah Bricks. Now, Fauci is making some serious mistakes. All right, because he's speculating. And this is not what anyone should do on this virus. Don't speculate. That gets us nowhere. Plan? Certainly. Okay, be prepared? Absolutely. Again, if you don't think the Trump administration was prepared or ramped up fast enough, don't vote for him. But don't accuse him of purposely killing people. That's what a disgrace. Anyway, Fauci, I'm going to give you a, an example of a soundbite that I find objectionable. Go. I mean, looking at what we're seeing now, you know, I would say between 100 and 200,000 cases, but I don't want to be held to that because it's, it's, it's uh, excuse me, deaths. I mean, we're, we're going to have millions of cases, but I, I just don't think that we really need to make a projection 
when it's such a moving target that you can so easily be wrong and mislead people. That's right, doctor. So don't say 200,000 deaths. Don't say millions of cases. You don't know. Don't say it. Don't get baited into it. It doesn't do anyone any good. Doesn't do those sick any good. Doesn't do those who are trying not to get sick any good. The alarm is out. We know there's a contagion. Don't speculate on it. And now Fauci says, well, even if we wipe it out, which we will, by the way, uh, in the next month or so, it'll come back in the fall. Don't do that. You don't know if it's coming back in the fall. And by that time, there may be a vaccine or a medicine. This is not constructive or helpful. So um, a very interesting soundbite happened uh, on CNN yesterday. <laughs> Gavin Newsom, about as left-wing as you can get, the governor of California, doesn't like Trump at all. Listen to what Newsom said about the president and the pandemic. Go. But let me just be candid with you. I'd be lying to you to say that he hasn't been responsive to our needs. He has. And so as a question, uh, as, a, as a sort of an offer, offer of, of objectivity, I have to acknowledge that publicly. Now, of course, the CNN people didn't know what to do. Oh, my God. So Newsom, they don't have any problem. And that's the largest state in the union. I think the fair assessment of Donald Trump is this. Um, he was warned by his national security people that this pandemic could happen. He was warned late January. He called Xi, the president of China. She said, no, don't worry about it. We got it under control. Okay, she lied. lied. Then when it got worse, Trump took the action of stopping the flights. But he didn't want to panic the markets. He didn't want to panic the world economic system. So he took a probably more optimistic viewpoint that maybe in hindsight he should have, but it wasn't anything terrible. It was, all right, we're going to handle it. Um, but he didn't say we got to stockpile X, Y, and Z. He didn't do that because I don't think anybody in the government told him that was necessary. And Donald Trump is not a medical expert. It's not what he does. All right, so that's the honest assessment. And then when it started to explode, it looks to me, according to Gavin Newsom, that Trump is trying to help anybody who needs help. That's my assessment of it. Now, if that's not good enough, don't vote for him. 